Welcome to Success Coaching with Eric Reed. This show is for you if you'd like to develop more strategic growth in your business and in your life, become more profitable, and develop the strategies to leading a happier, more balanced life. And now your host, Eric Reed. Good afternoon, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Success Coaching Radio. It is my privilege and honor to be here, your host. My name is Eric Reed, and this is Success Coaching Radio, where we gather every Friday for about 30 minutes and just deep dive into some strategies to help us build success in our life and in our business, and to make sure we have the tools we need to be able to live life at the level we want. Now, I'm going to start off with a bit of an apology here, everybody. Got a bit of a frog in my throat thing going. Been trying to medicate it and keep it well uh, well ready for today. But if by chance it acts up, I may have to stop and have a sip of water. So with your permission. But, you know, the interesting thing is, as I was debating about how to make this happen, and then obviously today's topic, using action plans to build our success, I remembered that, wait a minute. I got an action plan for this. I know what I got to do. I know what I need to have done. I need to step in and take care of it. And, and so part of getting that action plan that we're going to talk about today is just hitting that goal, meeting that standard, showing up where you're supposed to show up, doing what you know you need to show up and do at a level that you need to get it done. So welcome today. For those of you that are new, I, I hope you enjoy today. And Remember that you can always find past episodes on iTunes, and we're actually building out a new website. Um, it's supposed to be finished up maybe today, definitely by uh, the first of the week, where we will take all of the past shows and combine them into one place that you can use them now as sort of a, a learning library, because that's why I love coming together here on Friday afternoons with you, is to just pour into you things that I'm learning, things that I've been taught, things that I'm providing to my other coaching clients and my businesses that I work with. And so let's get ready. Let's dive into today's lesson. And today's lesson, like I said, is really about developing action plans and understanding the purpose of an action plan. Because what often happens as entrepreneurs or solopreneurs, mompreneurs, dadpreneurs, homepreneurs, whatever word we want to use, we have a great idea. We have this idea of how we're going to transform the world, how we're going to make changes. And we, we begin to act into that idea and we take action towards that idea. And then we end up frustrated or stuck or back at the beginning. And it seems like all our momentum keeps getting lost in this, this idea and implementation, idea and implementation mode. When what's really missing is a simple action plan where we sit down and we draw out the action plan, really spend some time on the learning what will come next. And so as we create these action plans, and yeah, you know, action plans are not glorious, they're not fun, they're not exciting, they don't have the energy of, of creative thought. But we can't live in creative thought all the time because, you know what, nothing gets done. So how do we create a small-scale planning or an action plan? Well, the first thing we need to do in creating an action plan is identify the tasks. Now, it's interesting that often some people say, well, I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to do this. No, those sound like goals. Those sound like benchmarks. Those sound like endpoints. 
that you want to reach. What you haven't defined is the how or what you will be doing to get there. And so by breaking down that action plan, bringing that task all the way to the most simplest point, though that may be frustrating for some of us that want to go racing ahead at 90 miles an hour to write a book. What do I got to do? I got to write a book. No, that's a goal. Tell me what you got to do. What are the actions I need to take? Well, you need to get a pen and a paper or a writing tool or a formatting tool for writers. Okay, so that's a different starting point. By having a clearly defined starting point, then we can add on top of the next and the next and the next task. The reason these tasks are so important is that we learn the law of momentum. We learn the law of success, as I like to call it. That when I can accomplish something small, something that may seem very insignificant, my brain doesn't know big from little. It only knows feedback. And so if I tell it, we succeeded at this, we succeeded at that, we accomplished this, we accomplished that, pretty soon my brain says, oh, we're successful people. We're accomplishing things. We're moving towards our goal. We're moving towards our desired outcome. Guess what? Let's do some more of these tasks. But when we create such monumental, huge, earth-moving tasks, and we don't chip away at any of it because the actions we take aren't being seen, then we start to think, oh, this is out of this is out of our reach. I can never, it was never meant to happen. It's not going to be for me, et cetera, et cetera. So identifying the tasks and bringing them down to the most simple place and getting them out on paper, really the beginning of an action plan. Often when I consult with companies, it's a big part of what I do. They come in and they have this vision of the change management that they want to create. But I have to bring them back to, okay, what is the next best step? What is the next first step? Because often in the matter of change or creation, we have to start over. We have to go all the way back to the beginning and look at what happened in the past and say, okay, where do I start now? Now, once I have these action or these tasks clearly written out, then I have to analyze and delegate. And what I mean by that is there are certain tasks that only I can do. They are called to me because my area of strength. That's my area of expertise. That's my area of responsibility. That's where I get paid. Then there's those tasks that need to be accomplished to support the bigger mission, the bigger vision, but they don't necessarily require me. You know, I like using a tool like Fiverr and Odesk and all of these are online help desks or online uh, freelance desks. I can put together an idea of a job I need done, designing a website, creating an infograph, proofing, copy, that kind of thing. And I can put it up there, idea of different bids, decide who has the best skills and the best price, hand it off to them, and then keep moving down court to what I need to get done. So often, my skill, my talent is not in doing certain tasks that consume the most amount of my time. If you ask me to try and create a fire, for instance, oh my gosh, to me, that is mind-numbing, getting a little picture to line up in the right boxes and getting all the fonts the same size and the spacing. And I'm not even talking about writing the content or copying 
you know, making sure that the copy is correct and all the little colors and details and all of that stuff. Oh, it's mind numbing for me. It's not my strength. It's not where I'm going to get paid the highest. I'm going to get paid the highest by delivering that flyer and getting people to attend the event. And so outsourcing that or delegating it to somebody who can do it in half the time with twice the expertise benefits and grows my business. Now, understand when I talk about delegating or delegation, I'm not talking about dump and run. I'm not outsourcing or delegating this because I don't want to do it. I'm delegating it because I've analyzed the task at hand and I've realized that's not in my strength zone or strength set. And that there is a place that I can hand that off to and then I can use that time or the energy into my strengths, into my sweet spot, into where I'm best so that I can move the business, move my life, move my goals forward. It's interesting. For those that are involved in you know, fitness as one of their personal challenges and goals, figuring out a workout routine or what I should be doing at the gym that day, uh-uh, Sh- shoot me in the head. Don't want to do it. It's not, not what I, it's not mine. I hired you to meet me at the front door, work my butt, get the fat off, get the calories burned, get the fitness going, and then release me back to what I need to do. That's why I love taking things like spin class or in-class things because the instructor who is well-trained and well-talented in that area knows exactly what needs to happen, and I just have to show up and do my part. Now, that is delegated to somebody with authority and expertise, not dumping, and I still benefit. So as we complete this task list, as we complete this list of things that we need to achieve to get to our next level, take a moment and analyze them. Figure out what your strengths are. Figure out what your tools and your talents are. Figure out what you're needed most. You know, it's funny. Sometimes it's the presence of me, the person, that is needed more than Maybe somebody that's a higher skill set. If you're in sales or if you're the owner of a company or a team, often the client wants to see your face. For no other reason is they want to know you're connected. Well, you know what? may not sound like the best resource of my time, but that's what's needed to move the deal to the next place. Then I'll show up. Because I already analyzed the day's tasks, the week's tasks ahead, and I've delegated and assigned them out. Number three on this list of understanding action plans and developing action plans is understanding the word schemas, and that's S-C-H-E-M-E-S. It stands for space, cash, helpers, equipment, materials, expertise, and systems. Now, I know I went through that really fast, so don't panic. I'll go back. We'll take a minute and dig into each of those. When you have a task ahead or a goal that you're trying to accomplish, we need to understand that it's going to require certain things from us to be achieved. We're going to have to evaluate what we have on hand and what we need to add into and what we're going to need help with. So the first might be the space. Do I have the space? Now, that space can be physical space, square footage in a building, in a meeting room, in an office, but it also might be space in my calendar. 
space in my portfolio, space. Think of space as that if this is going to occupy a degree of energy, what is needed to contain it? Whether it's an hour of my time, whether it's a meeting room for everybody to gather at, whether it's a certain level of resources in my overall bandwidth of thinking. How much space is this going to require? The second one is C for cash. Do I need capital? Do I need to borrow capital? Do I have capital on hand? Is it going to require capital? What is the rate that capital is going to burn or the cash is going to be burned? Do I need 25 for 10, 10, or do I need, you know, 75 and then 0, 0, 25? What rate is this cash going to be burned? And as I develop my action plan, how am I going to implement these, the need for this? Where is it going to come from? What actions am I going to have to take in order to have that on hand? The H stands for helpers, or you can think of them as people. Am I going to need other people, other tools, other talents, other resources? Is it going to require me to connect with new people, to promote new people, to maybe change people around the company or on the team in order to accomplish it? Do I need to go out and meet people? Do I need to go sit and learn from people? Are there people I may need to hire? So as I look at my action plan and I go through this space, cash, and, and helpers to people, these are things I'm evaluating. The next one is E for equipment. Do I have the equipment on hand? And sometimes that's really just practical, physical equipment in order to carry out the bigger vision. When I have an action plan, the last thing I want to say is, well, you know, take the bulldozer and level the field. Well, do I have a bulldozer? If I don't, where do I get it? How is that in the cash? Are we going to rent it? Where to store it? Is it going to have a place on site? Up oh, space. You see how these start to work together as you go through your action plan. These are things you need to consider. Material. Material sometimes can be a sexual property or physical. Materials that we may need to accomplish the task. The other one is expertise. Are we expert in this? Do we need to hire experts? Do we need to consult with experts? Do we need to utilize the expertise of people in the past or people in the future? Is there knowledge that's going to be required of us? Is there knowledge we're going to have to transfer to the client for them to be able to have confidence in what we're doing and where we're going? And then finally, the final S in the S-C-H-E-M-E-S is systems. What systems are we going to need in place? What systems are we going to need to develop? What systems are required for this action plan that we're laying out to succeed? Now, you can see that that's a lot different. And I'll recap those for you at the end. So don't worry if you didn't get them all in your notebook. But you can see that that's a lot different than just being the entrepreneur who walks in with an idea and says, I'm going to jump into action. I'm going to find my wings on the way down. I'm going to boldly charge ahead. That's passion. And I celebrate passion. I believe in passion. Passion is the fuel that starts the car. But you better have an action plan. You better plan into your day, into your vision, into your passion and your purpose, a series of actions that are going to guide you from where you're at to where you want to go. You know, passion sets the why. It sets the motivation. Its value is, 
it, it, it's, it's huge. But until we have those smart goals or those schemas in place, you know, remember smart goals are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant. Sometimes people substitute realistic and time-framed. And those, those smart goals only occur when we have action plans. We can't continually fling it and wing it and hope that we're going to succeed in our business and in our lives. And this applies across all boards. This is not just business planning 101. But if we're going to have a fitness plan or reduce weight or however you want to call it, you better have an action plan. You better not just think, well, tomorrow morning, September 1st, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to lose weight. Well, it might work, but if you want to guarantee your success, you should have an action plan. What I'm going to eat, where I'm going to go, who I'm going to hang out with, how is that going to happen? The goal is to end up with a million dollars at the end of your working lifetime. You might want to consider an action plan of how it's going to happen because the SMART goal says a million dollars by the time I turn 65, so to speak. So that, you know, that's specific, it's measurable, it's realistic, it has a time frame, it's relevant, okay. But what is the action plan to achieving it? What individual steps have you laid out today that you're going to implement that will be added or compounded to tomorrow over the weeks and over the months to achieve that? You know, in every area of our life, we should have an action plan. Now, I know that sounds really boring and really mundane and really like monotonous. Like, are you meaning I'm going to live my life with a to-do list? Why not? Now, I'm not saying you can't have spontaneity, you can't have fun, you can't have laughter. But that's not going to happen automatically just because of space cleared in its calendar. But by having an action plan for getting through the first half of your day or through the work that's required to fund that lifestyle, it's not going to happen. So we do need action plans. We do need specific action plans in order to achieve specific goals or strategies or visions. Often as a coach, that's part of what I do is we look at the action plans and we ask where they're going to work and where they're going to fail and what tools we need and what tools we don't have. And then we drill deeper into it to make sure that we have the strategy in place to be successful. You know, so often I'll meet somebody and they'll say, well, here's what I'm going to do today. I'm like, okay. So tell me how you're going to do it. Well, I don't know, but I'm just going to get it. How are you going to do it? And as we dig into the how, the individual steps, they realize, oh, wait a minute. And I'll take real estate, for example. I have many real estate coach clients that I help build their business. Well, today I'm going to lead generate. Right. How? Well, I'm going to pick up the phone. Okay. Start. Then what are you going to do? I'm going to call somebody. Oh, who are you going to call? Well, I'm going to um, uh, some old leads. So we're, if, without breaking it down to the smallest piece and then working back up to the bigger goal, Five, 10 minutes into it, maybe even 30 minutes into it, the whole thing starts to fall apart. Why? Because I didn't have an ha- action plan for, oh, wait a minute, as soon as I run out of the top five people on my call list, then I'll move into, and then I'll move into, and then I'll move into. We didn't get that specific. We didn't get that clear. We didn't get that detailed. We didn't check the equipment, the materials, the expertise, et cetera, that we needed. And so we fail, and so we wake up the next day and think, well, that didn't work. Well, no, it worked. We just didn't approach it with the right action plan, the right attitude sometimes is also required. But when we have 
action plans. And then we have success. What happens is we we're able to go back and say, wow, this, 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 and this action created this result. And so if I want this result again, I'm just going to do these actions over. I'm going to do these actions over and over and over and over, and I'll keep getting this result that I really, really like. You know, it's interesting if you watch professional athletes, they'll sometimes practice swinging a bat or a golf club or throwing the ball, and they're really not worried about where it goes. Like, they're not, they're, they're not looking at the end. They're looking at the motion, building the muscle memory, building the habit of how to hold the club or hold the bat or what the swing should feel like. And somebody else is saying, that's perfect. No, tweak it. And as soon as they get in that sweet spot, as soon as they get in that zone where what they're doing creates the result they want, they don't stop. They just keep doing it over and over and over and over and over. Again. Because they realize by doing that action, that over and over again action, they're building into themselves a pattern that results in success. And so you need to get really detailed in your action plan. You really need to drill down into what it is and then make sure you add time to analyze it and review it and tweak it, so to speak. Now, tweaking, by its very definition, is a very small little adjustment. It's not dumping the whole thing out and starting over again. We have to be willing to learn from our action plan, but not rebuild it. And then what we do is we take this action plan and we say, okay, this worked for this result. So if I double it or if I add to it or if I just grow it a little bit, then I get a bigger result and a bigger result and a bigger result. So if I could accomplish this in one hour, then if I had two hours, I should be able to accomplish two times, four times. What is the law of replication? I don't know in that case. But I won't be able to find out unless I've been successful at it through the action plan at least once. So let me go back through this schema, and then let me go back and give you a little bit of a summary, and then let me give you some homework. How's that sound? Because ultimately what I want to do is when we gather here on Friday afternoons is to, to really give you something that you can meet in potato, that you know, fills, your, fills your, your action plan for success. You like the way I did that? So remember that schema stands for space cash, helpers, equipment, materials, expertise, and systems, and that we should always have some SMART goals that those are being reflected into. And our SMART goals, you know, those are the things that maybe we have big SMART goals and little SMART goals, daily SMART goals and weekly, but all SMART goals are specific. They're measurable, they're attainable, or they're realistic, and they're timed frame. Both fall on our action plans. Both are tools that we use to guide and build us. Both help us succeed. And as you know, my philosophy is that we should be able to live each day with success instead of spending all our energy chasing some elusive idea of success only to arrive at a point somewhere down the line feeling lost and disconnected from who we are and what we want to accomplish and how we wanted to live our lives. So the little bit of homework that I have for you is to really sit down and look at your ideas. Look at some of those big thinking ideas that maybe you've said I want to accomplish. And now that we're approaching the beginning of fourth quarter, and you know some people are looking back and saying, 
wow, I had this plan in place for January and I didn't get it started. Maybe that's a 2018. What I will say is look at your ideas. Look at where you're at. Look at something you wanted to create, whether it's in your fitness or your finances, in your business or in your family or in your relationships. Maybe you had an idea to begin to write a book and you haven't quite got there yet. You just, you really have been struggling trying to figure out where to get started. Well, now, today, create an action plan. Sit down and write out an action plan. Figure out the smallest next best step. And if that means going out and buying a notebook and a special pencil so that you can sit and write longhand and begin to create your ideas, that's fine. I'm working with a client whose project is to write every day for 15 minutes. Now, what's interesting is it's not write the book, write the blog, write the whatever. It's just write. Now, some days the writing may be so inspired and so directed that it gets added to the book. Some days it may be a blog. Some days it may be a personal letter itself or in the journal. But they've begun to develop the habit of what it takes to write. And in doing so, they've learned to, to time block for their writing. They've learned to prepare their space for writing. They've learned to prepare mind for writing. They've learned to prepare ideas to bring to the writing, to explore in writing. And so they're now becoming a writer. And soon that, that daily writing may be writing into something specific and adding each day a law of accumulation or compounded, or it may continue the way it is. But they're further ahead because now they have an action plan that they have to implement every day as it relates to their writing. Same with our fitness. What's the smallest step you can begin to take today to begin moving towards that smart, achievable goal? You know, getting up and walking for 15 minutes in the morning and having an action plan of how you're going to set the alarm clock, what you're going to wear, where you're going to walk, who you're going to meet, if somebody, how you're going to be held accountable, how you're going to structure your day before, during, and after the walk. Do you have the resources? Do you have the tools and the materials and the helpers that you need? Get some specific action plans in place. Because when you have them written down and you can see them, you're much more likely to achieve it than simply trying to take an idea and implement and implement and implement and push this rock uphill without any plan of how you're going to get it to the bottom of the hill and what you're going to do with it when you get it to the top of the hill. So action plans require us, uh, uh, let me re-say that or rephrase it, big dreams, vision living, success living requires us to have action plans. The tasks don't need to be mundane. They don't need to be monotonous. They don't need to be boring. But they need to get us into motion and get us into direction and get us moving with some kind of repeatable results so that we can continue to add to them. So I thank you guys so much for joining me today on Success Coaching Live. Um, see, my voice did okay. didn't have too many problems, and I appreciate you. For those of you on the line who have been sending me words of encouragement and success, uh, thank you for that. We will be back next Friday as well, so uh, we will connect again. And if during the week you have time, join me on Facebook. I, I do a little mini success lesson, five, ten minutes. Every Monday or every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern on my Facebook page. So you can find me through Eric G. Reed.
or Archie Reed, Facebook. Um, and if you should need me for anything in between the times we get together, feel free to reach out and find me. Um, that is one of the great things about social media is that uh, nobody can really hide. But the great thing is it, offer, it offers me an opportunity to connect with you guys in a more personal way to add value to you and your journey of success. So thank you again for, for joining me today on Success Coaching Live. And remember, past episodes are available on iTunes. Until we get together, remember, live life with success. Thanks for joining us. For more information, go to ericgreed.com. That's ericgreed.com. And like us on Facebook slash Eric G. Reed Success Coaching. Join us next time for Success Coaching with Eric Reed. <laughs>